It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ, Wednesday the 13th of June. I'm up here, the team's together. We've been reunited. Louis Herman Watts back from sickness. I'm staying well away from him. No, I haven't. He's right there. But good to see you, mate. You all right? Come on, get on the mic. Morning. Morning. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Oh, his, his voice box been affected, so... Well, you're not saying much. You're not saying much, but no, great to have you back, Louis and Kempe, right across from me. Good to it's be back, freezing brother. outside, and he's got the tightest black shirt on I've ever seen. Jeez, I don't know if growing. it's tight or those guns just got bigger, <laughs> Kempe. Tell me, mate. You are good? Mate, not in a singlet today, and I've got a picture to show you from yesterday. When I said it was 18 degrees up north, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone went, yeah, right. Yeah? But... I've got a picture to show you later. It was actually 17 and a half degrees oh. up in uh, the far north. And the first person, when I saw that, when I jumped in the car, it said 17 and a half degrees. Um, the outside temperature, I just thought about you, mate, down there. <laughs> it must have been, what, minus four degrees in Christchurch minus yesterday? Minus four degrees, and we got so much rain, it was not funny. And we've spoken about it lots on here, Louie and Kempe. Lake Dad. Lake Dag? Well, at the moment... <clears throat> It's tr- it's pretty much um, I've got a lake a moat pretty much around my whole entire house. It is outrageous. So I've put in pipes, mate. This has just got ridiculous, and now I've got so much water that is just uh, ruining everything. I don't really know what to do. Um, You've got to get it drained properly, mate. You've oh, got to get proper drains put in. No, I've got I've got drains, and um, but there's just so much water that the drains aren't able to handle it. Like there's a lot of flooding in Christchurch and around everywhere. It's All around crazy. New Zealand. Mm. So Driving. there's a lot of water, but I've got pipes in there. Yeah. Um, but it's just too much water. Um, so and at the moment because the ground's clay, it, it doesn't soak away uh, very that quick. So it takes ages. I've got a bit of a dilemma at home when I get home today got some diggers here i might just start digging just digging swales <laughs> everywhere so if you're my neighbors and you get a bit of water from my swale going your way sorry but um bit of a shambles well like. i guess where you are there by the waimakariri river and it's kind of a lower le- lying area off the mm. motorway um in general in that part of out of clarkville there i can kind of see and i assume they've had issues did they tell you this before you bought the section uh did you kind of know that that this had flooded previously yeah look it's our own fault i reckon i reckon it's our own fault because when we bought the section you know it's a big section and there was a little swale a little waterway going through the middle of the paddock and we're like oh yeah 
That's right where built-in river. That's right. That's right where my house wants to go. <laughs> council said no. Can't put your house there. There's a waterway over there. Oh, council man, they overreacted with everything. Can't get any job done, but they got that consent done. Um, uh, you know, like in oh yeah. So they warned you. So they warned, warned we couldn't build over it, and I was like, sweet ass. So we put we put our section over it, you know. So I put the house back and the and the, put the lawn over it, and we obviously raised the lawn and and you know let it drain off. So all the water that comes on the lawn it drains back into the paddocks, but it just pulls around it. So we put a our, our section over the swale and the waterway, and it's just got nowhere to go. So at the top end is where it lakes. And then the the section obviously goes through it, and then at the bottom end it lakes as well. And where it goes through, it goes through to my neighbour's house, who's next door. And in the paddock, that's where the um, the waterway was meant to escape to a creek. He's put a motocross track. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no escape for the water. And you can put a jet boat on it now. <laughs> you can, mate. Like, honestly, if if you go to my wife's um, Instagram page, she put up a story yesterday. And when I left, it wasn't that bad. And she put up a story yesterday afternoon, and it was lakes everywhere. So, over the, so the, it doesn't come near the house because the house is you've built it up around the lawn. Yeah. But it just is it savaging your whatever you got sheds that it's uh, swamping or look, it's just savaging my my beautiful um, my beautiful grass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grass, yeah. So old oh, Mark, he's from PGG Rightsons, has to get yeah, back down there and fix it. Uh, like I've already there was a little spot I had to reseed because of the last. Um, you know, lake that it created, but now it's gone even higher. There's going to be more dead grass, and it's going to be a bigger job. But the worst thing is, of like all of us neighbours have just chip sealed our driveway, and uh, they said, "Look, it's not ideal if chips if the water gets up over the chip seal. It's not good for it." And I was like, "Sweet ass!" So I put in drains, put in everything. And uh, yesterday when I left, it wasn't even close. And then I said to the wife after the story, I said, "Is it over the chip seal driveway?" She's like, "Yep." And I'm like, "Oh." Oh, I've just, just got bills coming out of my ears at the moment constantly from that. So, bit of dilemma, boys. But there's people worse off than me, I, I must say. So it's, it's nothing that we can't fix. Um, throughout the morning, we'll, we'll keep talking about I've got a bit of a story, too, when we talk about broken bones. Louis, I, oh, had a, a hell of a day yesterday. I finished with a bang. I'll let you know shortly when I get into story time with Daggy. Anyway, coming up on the show... We're going to talk uh, 150th golf, o- golf Open. It's about to start out of the old course, St Andrews, with Ryan Fox, Ben Campbell flying the flags for the Kiwis. Ooh, get up, lads. $56 on the tote is Foxy. He's going great guns, and hopefully he can be in contention. He's got good tee times. We spoke to Dean Murphy, as New Zealand golf CEO. He's pretty proud of where the golf is at. At the moment in the country, the memberships are flying. 130,000-plus members playing golf. So golf is in a good place at the moment. He's over in Scotland. We chatted to him earlier this morning. We'll play that to you after 7 o'clock. Dean Murphy. And following that, this is a funny one. Well, last week we spoke about Joey Chestnut, the hot dog eater, eating competition. If you've got any story, any of our listeners out there that had a bit of an eating competition or any stories, let us know. I've, I've been a part of... A few Happy Meal eating competitions. I've never um, taken, um, you know, had a go at it, but I've I've witnessed it, and I reckon I would destroy a Happy Meal. I'm a very very quick eater, fast eater, and when Joey comes in later for his bap, I'll prove that. Me and Kempi will have a bap <laughs> eating competition. But if you've got any stories, double eight double three, Mickey Judo. Is, a, is the Joey Chestnut of hot dog eating for the Wahinis, for the women's. She ate 40 
last week to win the hot dog eating competition. And she's going to come on the show. Mickey Judo, well done, Joey. Well done, Joey, and jacking that one up, mate. It's going to be a, a great story for a weird Wednesday. Looking forward to having a chat to her. And then after eight, we're going to talk to Darren. No, no, after seven, we're going to talk to Darren Smith. Sorry, we're going to talk to Darren Smith. He is the coach of the Black Sticks. They went down against uh, Germany in the quarterfinal 1-0. Um, tough loss for the girls. They were going great guns, but uh, obviously couldn't get the job done. So we'll chat to the new coach, Darren Smith, uh, after 7 o'clock, and then after 8, we'll play that Dean Murphy for you. And then to end the show, State of Origin, the decider takes place tonight in Brisbane. Real hunting ground for the Maroons, but we'll face it without Cameron Munster. Big show, double eight, double three. let us know, or 0800-150-811 to give us a call on the Kennards Hire phone line. That's enough of me. Lads, story time. Good. <laughs> the story about you actually have got a motor in your house. I'm still getting my head around that. There's a lot of rain, mate, coming back down from the far north yesterday. Um, had to stop a couple of times. The roads were blocked with flooding. Mm. And, mate, all the paddocks were full. So everywhere across the country has got plenty of rain. So I feel sorry for Daisy being stuck down there again, looking after the paddocks and the road, while you're just gallivanting around here, up here in Auckland. Working, Kimmy. Oh, working. Is that what you call it? Working. Did you break another, have another broken bone yesterday? A uh, little bit of a story, lads. Um, yeah, big day. Just a real big day. Oh, we're doing a show out at Papa Toy Toy Softball Club, and we're renovating the club out there. So I had a game. I had a little hit at the softball, and it was good fun. Ray out there was pitching, and, and me and um, Beaver were having a little competition and trying to smash the ball. It was quite difficult, I must say. Very slippery and... Nearly got my ankles taken out a couple of times. Anyway, we were filming, got to the end of the day, and I was um, leaving Papatoi Softball Club. And I was driving out, and uh, I just got out the driveway, and I was just about to go over the footpath, and then bang, cyclist. Oh. Cyclist was on the footpath. And I just popped my, my nose out, and then he must have been flying. No helmet, and I was like, oh, no, boff! <laughs> Hit the cyclist, mate. And he goes flying over the top. And I'm like, whoa, holy, what's just happened? I was like, mate, you're right. And he gets up and he goes, rips my head off. Yeah. And he's like, what if I was a kid? I said, mate, it's a footpath. <laughs> it's not a cycle path. Like, come on. And I was, we were both pretty um, in the red. And then we both calmed down pretty quick. And I was like, mate, I'm so sorry, blah, blah. And he's like, nah, nah, mate. Oh, you're right, it's a footpath. I shouldn't have been biking on it. And, uh, yeah, that happened. And then rang the ambulance. He had a big gash in his leg. Um, <laughs> it was quite deep. Could see the bone. Um, could see a bit of the blood. Oh, it was, it was horrible. It rang, the, rang the ambulance. Ambulance turned up, and I'm sitting there, and, you know, he walks to the ambulance, jumps in. I'm just about jumping my car, drive off. Four cops turn up. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, here we go. I was like, oh, start panicking. I'm like, oh, what have I done? You know, and I started, yeah, and they're like, sir, can you come here? I was like, oh, sweet ass. Went and chatted to the police, and they asked what happened. I said, oh, I was just driving out, and he was just coming along the footpath, and, and, I, and I hit him. And I was like, oh, okay, sweet ass. Um, get off your license and get your information, blah, blah, blah. Gave him a license. And then um, she's like, oh, got a breath test. She did the breath test, passed it easy. And then they went away and they came back and they said, oh, 
like he's fine, he's fine. He was quite chuffed to get hit by an ex All Black, so he's all good and blah blah. <laughs> so you know, they started having a laugh, and then I was like still panicking. And we got to the end of it, and she was like, "Oh, do you mind if I give him your number just so he can, um, you know, give me a message and check in on him? Just just make sure he's okay." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, for sure. Give him my number, hundred percent. Whatever, officer. You do what you got to do." And then we we're just about to leave, and this big, lovely cop, huge bloke, huge bloke, big guns on him. He comes over, and goes. Daggy, can I have a photo? <laughs> so I'm standing there, still in shock, and the cop's like, yep, sweet as, ask for a photo, so I have a photo of this cop, and the other cop takes it, <laughs> and then they're like, sweet as, you might get an email soon, we'll, we'll be in touch, and I was like, oh good, see you later, <laughs> drove off, so that was my, um, the perks, eh? that was my evening yesterday. Mate. Wow! <laughs> Unbelievable. So you've cleaned a bloke up on a bike? <laughs> cleaned a bloke up, mate. And then he's he's okay. Mm. He's okay. Uh, he's okay. He's okay. Yeah, he had a bit of a gash, but um, whereabouts? Just on his shin. Oh. On his shin, so I could see his shins. It was <laughs> it wasn't a great sight. He's going for it. He's gunning at home. He's gunning for it. He no just po- he just no poked helmet. the nose out of the driveway. Just poked the nose out, straight bro. Over Boom! It. But he when he said, "Man, what if I was a kid?" It just got my heart. My heart sank. You know, because you know that would be my worst fear. Well. But uh, I don't know. I think about sh- it quite a bit because I run, mm. I run around um, the domain. But to get to the domain, I go, have to go past a few driveways, and yep. then you know, like anywhere you run in the city, there's driveways. And I quite often think about it, and I'm like hyper aware. I've never been hit, but I've had a couple of close calls, people reversing out or people mm. coming out. I'm always hyper aware, watching the driveway. And remember back at school, they always told you no cycling on the uh, footpaths. Always, even though it might sound counterintuitive, always cycle on the roads because. Because the footpaths are where the um, danger is. People, cars reversing out and driving out, just like that. You're not meant to do it. So he, the cops, are probably kind of like, well, mate. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. It's just one of those things. You never want it to happen. It just happens so quick. And I was just in shock. And I was like, "Where's he gone?" And his head pops up, and he starts abusing me, and I just fire back and said it's a footpath, and and then I was just, we just stopped, and you know, just. Made sure he was okay, and yeah, it was a it was a very eventful um, afternoon. And I've got another story about something like that. I've actually been on the other end when I was on the footpath and biking down and hit a car, and she wasn't a pretty sight, Louis. <laughs> Shall I tell you what happened, <laughs> mate? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I just Wait, when was this? This is when I was a young fella. I was biking home from school, and I I was biking on the footpath. And a car come out. I hit it on the side. Boff, and I was sweet as. I was like, oh, sorry, mate, sweet, sweet helmet, you know, biked home. Anyway, I was like, man, bit sore, bit sore, eh? Was like, anyway, get home. I don't know if I could say this on that, oh, but I, I looked down. Should we ear check it? Yeah, you can. I looked down, <laughs> and um, my testy was hanging out the skin. Oh. So I'd split up my, my ball sack, and it just <laughs> it was hanging out the side, bro, and I had to go to the hospital. Yeah, so that's it's an all black. <laughs> it's an all black thing. <laughs> Sorry, so the, yeah. So you've got My, a real. I've got nightmares coming. You've got through. a history with, um, and this is after Tilly's busted her oh, leg. Oh, Tilly the, broke a leg broke on a leg Sunday at the. Oh man, you're um. Had a hell of a couple of days, but anyway. Absolute carnage. All right, eighteen minutes past six o'clock. Dearie we. Uh, if you were that person that Izzy hit yesterday, <laughs> double eight double three. Give us a call if you were the person that Izzy hit. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. If you want to um have a chat and you want to debrief what what went on, give us a call on the Kennards 
higher phone line. All right, I think we can probably park all the broken bones and <laughs> gore for now. Um, I I've been missing I've been missing uh, this part of the show, boys. So I've had a lot of thoughts over a busy period in sport. Joe, can you play us the card? Can't, can't wait, wait question, question of the day. <laughs> I was actually going to ask, funnily enough, I was going to ask about broken bones, Kempi. I was going to say, what can can people tell us what your first broken bone was? But now I don't want to. I think we've There'll done be some it. gory stories. I think we've done enough of it. I've got one for you, though. Can't wait question of the day. This happened overnight. Uh, the Black Caps, by the way, have beaten Ireland in their second ODI, so they cruise there with about 75 of balls to spare, one by three wickets. Um, but this happened overnight. Brandon Smith has been given his three-week ban for, well... A little bit of grubbery where he essentially told the ref he was a cheating bastard. When I say essentially, it's exactly what he said. He said, the ref, you're a cheating bastard. Uh, In his NRL game over the weekend, quote, unquote, he was sent from the field straight away and he's gone in front of the judiciary. Three-week ban. My can't wait question of the day. Too much, not enough, or just right? 0800 150 811. Calling a referee a cheat, it's very murky grounds, although we just heard in Aroha's news that Angus Tataval has got a three-week ban for his red card. Mm. So I know they're different sports, but is Brandon Smith lucky here? Three weeks? Or is it just a slip of the tongue and they shouldn't have taken it so seriously? 0800 150 811. Give us a call on the Kenard's half phone line or come through on double eight double three. We'll get Kempi and Izzy's reaction and to that question after this. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.